Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey y'all, greetings, welcome to the Nikki Stocks Podcast, this is episode 2, um, thank you to everyone who tuned in last week, oh my goodness, the support, the listening, um, the, the, the reposting, the posting, everything has been phenomenal so thank you so much um i want to take this time to thank you um who have subscribed to the podcast those of you who've left such beautiful reviews and ratings thank you so much i want to thank you to those who um told a friend about nikki Stott's podcast because i also got emails from folk like i didn't even know about the podcast but i heard my girls talking about it or you know i was at work and they were talking about it and I had to listen in for myself or you know my girl told me about you my man told me about you whatever so I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for so much love that you've given me um I'm definitely humble It doesn't go unnoticed Um, If this is your first time listening in Make sure that you also um, Subscribe, leave a review And tell a friend And most importantly, welcome, welcome Um, We get lit here So I I just, I can't thank you all enough For the love Um, So I am just getting in From San Francisco I had flown out there Thursday for um the sold out tour stop for my a seat at my sister's table tour and the ladies there were phenomenal i love california girls like they i just love them they 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 were phenomenal so shout out to all of the ladies who attended the event and you know made connections and want to continue their sisterhood on with each other i just think it's beautiful now what i wasn't counting on was san francisco was cold Oh my God, it was cold. I froze my ass off. And I was just like, it's California. How is it this cold out here? And yeah, so I will never do that shit again. I'm coming bundled up. Hat scarf, I'm looking like the snowman. Because I froze. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a cold knocking on my door within the next one to two days. But I had a great time um, while I was out there. Of course, it was the the game between the Cavs and the Golden State Warriors. And the Warriors, they won. And, like, the, the town was just lit. It was just wide open. And me, I was on my motherfucking bandwagon. I was hopping on there, jumping up and down and everything. Like, this was my team that I was rocking for. But that's how great the energy was from the Bay Area residents. It was like, all right, I want to be, I want to be a fan. I want to be a whatever because you, you're giving me so much energy. So um, I, I did some bar hopping while I was there. I took in some sights. Um, I took Kingston to the Golden State Bridge. We went to go see the Full House house and the painted ladies. And he was just looking at me like, I don't give a damn about this shit. So we went to Oakland, A, um, where we saw the museum. They had a nice hip-hop display, excuse me. Um, I bought some really good things from the museum. Uh, We got like a hip-hop coloring book. The shit was $10, but it's all right. I got a, a comic book. 
um for for featuring 1984 that was the year i was born that shit was 35 dollars but i was like i'm gonna rock with it anyway oh we we got a lot of stuff from the gift store a lot of stuff um and we also went to um the black panther party landmarks we went to a few we went to where um huey p newton dr huey p newton excuse me was murdered we went to one of his headquarters we went to the home of bobby seal who with him huey newton excuse me founded the black panther party and i had my mom with me and it was really um great to have her and see it because this is from her era and um if you follow me enough I was raised by my mom and her mom, um, Nina, my grandmother, Nina, and they were revolutionary women. They are why I'm so, you know, strong in who I am. And like, I remember being four years old, it was right before I turned five and my mom getting the news that, um, Dr. Newton was murdered and, you know, he was murdered over a drug deal gone bad or something like that, allegedly. And, you know, my mom was just tore up. Like, she was she was fucked up, y'all. And she was just like, you know, that nigga don't know who he just killed. He don't know who he just killed. He does not know he, who he just murdered. Excuse me. So it was... Um, it was equally beautiful to have her out there with me um, and her take a trip down memory lane. So we had an amazing time. And I'm back. Philly, you're up next. Um, July the 7th. So I have eight tickets left. So you might want to hop on it because as you see, uh, my show sell out. Okay, so a few days ago, I saw my timeline that um, a young man that I follow, um, he had posted, he had made a post, and it said, it was a repost, I guess someone else wrote it on Twitter or something, and he reposted it, and he said, it said, not he, black people need to stop promoting images of single motherhood, stop trying to normalize nonsense, children need their fathers, and understand the importance of a two-parent family structure. Both parents are necessary for a healthy psychological development of a child. I'm, I'm guessing he should have said um, for the healthy psychological development of a child. Um, so, I, I saw it and I was like, hmm. And of course, the comments were lit, and it was it was a lot of comments, particularly from women, and you know they were telling their stories about being a single mom, and you know how it was not something that they chose to do, um, and how the narrative should really go towards the black man for leaving them holding the bag, the diaper bag, literally. Um, you know, and, and, and I, 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 I heard, I felt the pain in their voices and, and I, I, I was just like, you know, nobody, nobody wants to be a single mom in, in a perfect world. And as a mom, a divorced mom of one kid, um, I, I definitely, I definitely can relate. You know, like on first glance, it's like, what? Who, who, who's, who is, um, who is like justifying this? Who's promoting this? Who's glorifying this? You know, whatever. Like, who chooses to do this? Like, I'm over here taking care of this kid by myself, and you know, I don't get no assistance, and um, you know, this is like a slap in the face, and on and on and not now. Um, 
And that was April, Nicole. Now, on a professional standpoint, you know, at my job, seeing the type of clients that come in, um, and even uh, some of my friends, some of old friends, friends from back in the day, um, when I was when I was having Kingston, and even to present, um, believe it or not, this is the narrative for some. Um, of course, not everyone feels this way. Of course, not everyone chooses to be a single mom. Of course, we all want to say that we go into this thing thinking that everything is going to be peaches and cream, and it's not. And now we're trying to do the best that we can with our children. But believe it or not, everybody don't operate that way. Believe it or not, everybody don't have that viewpoint. Believe it or not, that's not a fucking reality for a lot of people. Um, I remember talking with a woman, a woman older than me. And she had um, just had a baby. And, um, you know, there was no father around, like, at all. And when I asked her, like, you know, this must be rough. You know, trying to raise this baby by yourself, you know, from the get go, not just, you know, some women, everything was good. And then it went south. Maybe when the baby was a baby, a toddler, uh, a couple years old, a teenager, I don't know, but from pregnancy. And, you know, as a sister, my heart went out to her like from from day one, you've you've had to deal with this on your back by yourself. And she gave me a look, shrugged her shoulders, and was like, um, I had this baby for me. This baby was for me. I don't give a fuck about that. You know, fuck him. He ain't even on the birth certificate. You know, and that's another thing that I noticed, particularly um, our work in the district. I have never seen so many birth certificates with father unknown or father not listed. And this is from families of women with like three, four, five children. And out of the three, four, five children, you haven't listed the father on any of your birth certificates. None of them. You don't know. And I asked, you know, well, where are the fathers at? Where's the father? Because you don't want to be disrespectful and just automatically assume that they got more than one um, child's father. Oh, I don't know. You know, these niggas ain't shit. You know, I don't know. Don't be asking me about him. I don't know. You know, whatever. It's just so lackadaisical with these women and sometimes they be pregnant again. So getting back to what I was saying when the sister was like, you know, this this baby's for me. And I was like, what do you mean this baby is for you? This baby needs a mother and a father. So what do you mean by that? Who if the baby is for you, who is for the baby? Like let me know. You know, like that, that, that's just not a good, that just was not a good, I'm just trying to find the words for it. I was just taken aback by that and like just being so comfortable with whatever. Mm, Yeah, this is, this is, this, this, this is for me and everything. Yeah, this might be for you now while this baby is so cute, you know, in the months, you know, or whatever. But what about when this baby gets a little bit older? 
What about when this baby starts asking where his father is? What about when this baby starts, you know, acting out or, you know, rebelling? Because there's no father here. And the only thing that you can tell him is I had you for me. You know, what's going to happen when this baby sees on this birth certificate that there is no one listed? You know, so again, of course, there are some women who, you know, hey, I didn't ask for this. I didn't sign up for this, you know, but on the contrary, we do have some sisters who, hey, whatever, you know, this, this, this baby is for me. Um, I remember... I remember going to a baby shower. This is like right after I had Kingston. I was still on maternity leave. So um, I remember going to this baby shower. um, And for those of you who don't know, um, I'm an Army veteran. I was in the Army. um, And I had Kingston at Fort Bragg when I was was stationed over there. And um, I had a girlfriend of mine. We were we were stationed in Korea before. This was the duty station before Bragg. And we were in Korea. She was always like three sheets to the wind, you know, dating this guy, that guy, you know, not being careful. And, you know, I would talk to her about it. Our mutual friends would talk to her about like, you got to slow down or you need to be more careful because, you know, it's stuff out here. You know, damn kids, it's stuff out here. It can't no shot of penicillin take care of. And so um, when she got stationed at Bragg with me, you know, by this time I was married um, and I was probably getting ready to have Kingston. Um, and she pops up pregnant and I'm like, all right, you know, cool means, you know, our kids are going to grow up together, whatever. And I'm just like, um, so what are you going to do? What it was like, what's up with you and your boyfriend? Like, what are y'all, y'all are going to do? You're going to move together. You know, y'all going to co-parent like weekends. Like how y'all going to swing it? And she was just like, father, girl, your guess is just as good as mine. And like, when she said that, I was blown away. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. So, you don't know who this kid's father is? You don't even have, all right, I'm, I'm like, you know, we can go to Walmart, get a little a calendar or something. We can try to figure this out. And she was like, I, I couldn't even tell you. Again, your guess is just as good as mine. So, um, you going to play my baby shower girl? And I just was like, oh, oh my God. You know, so um, we have a baby shower and, you know, um, she's dressed up and, you know, she's glowing and all this other stuff. Again, this is after I had Kingston and, um, you know, one of our girlfriends was just disgusted and I was just like, well, are you going to come to the baby shower? And she was like, for what? And I was like. Well, we, we, we're going to celebrate. And she was like, Blissette, that's my last name. That's what we go off of. She was like, Blissette, what the fuck is there to celebrate? What the fuck is there to celebrate? That she about to bring this baby into this world without knowing who the father is. You know, without, no, without, without anything, no knowledge. Even if this kid gets sick, if this kid is born with something, you don't even know who to track back to see what's going on with family history. What the fuck are we celebrating? Are we celebrating single motherhood? 
And I was just like, well, damn, what nobody saying? No, it's just, I didn't got the cake and the, and the, and the caterers and, um, you know, the theme. I got the theme and shit. I'm planning this. Like, we're supposed to be her friend, you know? And so, um, our friend got, got wind of it and she was upset. And she was just like, I'm upset that you don't want to come and celebrate this blessing. And my friend was like, how was that a blessing? How? How was that a blessing to you? And like, I have never been so uncomfortable in my life. But my friend, she, 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 she stuck to it. She did not attend. Actually, they, they stopped being friends. Um, cause she was just like, I'm tired of this. Like she's out here. You want to have all the sex in the world you want to. That's fine. Do you, if you want to pussy pop on handstands, do you. But the second you start bringing these children into this, these innocent children into this, you know, they have to carry the burden of how she's acting. And I mean, I got it, but, oh, that shit hurt my feelings. Um, I've also seen i've also been to baby showers or just be out whatever um and you know like the girls mess with the dudes that really ain't about shit or whatever and then like they 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 christian their best friend is their baby father your best friend is not your baby father okay she threw your baby shower okay you know y'all twinning or whatever listen it is important to have fathers in these households again i'm not saying that all women who don't have fathers in the household is their fault or whatever. I'm just trying to point out to you all that there are some circumstances where it wasn't like I tried and I failed. It was just whatever. You know, I'm living for me or I'm having this baby for me. You know, and I think that when folks say that it's glorified, I don't think that they're talking about the struggle. I think that they're talking about the pomp and circumstance of pregnancy how many times have we seen beautiful gender reveals how many times on my explore page uh definitely i've seen gender reveals i've seen extravagant baby showers and only one motherfucking throne chair the mother i've seen gender reveals with only one person at the reveal the mother maybe we should do baby daddy uh reveals because I'm like, where are these fathers at? But, you know, everybody is so concerned about how lit the baby shower is. Or everybody is so concerned about how good she looks sitting on this throne. And, you know, these maternity pictures are litty lit. And all of that, this pomp and circumstance with, with, with pregnancy. Listen, children are serious. When the dust begins to collect on the maternity pictures. When... Your, your your visitors start slowing down after you have the baby and the novelty of the new baby has worn off. When you stop taking these pictures of the baby to post on the gram and changing the baby's clothes two, three times a day. And then four walls start closing in on you and you need some assistance and you need some help and you can't do this all by yourself. Then what? Then what? And so I don't think that the post um was about shaming 
women. I don't think that the post was about, oh, you're a single mom, ha, 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 and, you know, you should know better, and, you know, let me let me wag my finger at you. I don't think that that post was speaking to the women, again, who have tried and failed. I don't even want to say failed, you know, whose, whose, whose children's father have walked out on them. I don't think that that post is about them. I do, however, think that the post is directed to people who just have this sort of relaxed ideology of what parenthood is who go into parenthood okay with being a single parent that is not okay i think that where we are right now to have a family is so kind of left um I've even heard people say they're proud. They they proud they got X amount of baby daddies. Or they proud that, you know, single mom, you know, this, that, and the third. And I just be like, if people ask me when I'm going to have another kid, this single parent shit is not fun. So why would I rush into another situation? I mean, the situation with my ex-husband, you know, Kingston was planned and all of that other stuff. Um, so when I say situation, I mean, I'm not... I'm not in a rush to jump out there again. You know, um, it has to be tight for me. You know, it really has to be tight for me to have another child. You know, I had posted a post a couple of weeks ago that said, y'all can have this baby mama, baby daddy shit. I want a family. And so many women were responding again. Um, with their little life stories and their what was going on with them and and I was like well first of all this don't got shit to do with you this is my life I'm talking about me I'm talking about me and my house and um and then some were like you know well ring don't mean anything and you can be married and you can be blah 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 uh clearly because I'm divorced I know that of all people but I was saying even more so this post didn't say Y'all can have that baby mama, baby daddy shit. I want to be married. It said I wanted a family. And why automatically equate that to, oh, she she talking about um, she going to get a ring. And, you know, she's probably looking down on me because I'm baby mom and I didn't get a ring. That's not what I'm talking about. Because some of the best co-parenting I see are from people who have never been married. Let me keep it a buck with you. Some of the best co-parenting I see is from divorced parents. Hey, it didn't work out with me and you, but we're going to co-parent for these kids. We're going to do something right. We're going to finish something off right. So I was kind of perplexed by that. And I was speaking to another one of my girlfriends about it. And she was just like, a lot of times we don't like to take accountability for shit. And... I was like, well, that can be true. That can be true. And she was like, because a lot of those um, baby moms, you know, or whatever, let me, I bet you if you ask them, did you know the signs before you had this baby with him or before you got pregnant or did he show you that he wasn't this upstanding gentleman? Most often than not, they will respond. Yeah, I saw them, you know, so maybe they feel attacked. By just something that you want. I mean, I don't know your story. I'm just talking about what the fuck I want. But I am. 
So um, when I saw the, 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 the post on the brother's page, it was kind of like a deja vu. Like, damn, I posted something about me. I wasn't talking about glorifying single parenthood, but they kind of like interlock with each other because I think that we're so quick to um, defend ourselves. You know, or what we think somebody finds offensive of, you know, our behaviors or something that we don't step back and look at the bigger picture. I can step back and look at that. No, this ain't about me because I'll glorify this shit. But yes, there are women out here who do. Um, I'm 33 years old. And actually, I was speaking about this um, at my event Saturday. It was a young lady there. Um, she just completed her uh, master's and she's a, 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 a licensed nurse practitioner. And she was like, you know, that a family member was like, all right, so, you know, you got all these accolades and stuff like that. You know, you basically you expiring. When, when are you going to, when are you going to have a kid? When are you going to, and I so identified with her because people have told me, well, you know, Nikki, you're a homeowner, you're a business owner. You got all these degrees. You got your shit together, blah, 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 blah. When are you going to have another baby? And I'd be like, y'all motherfuckers have asked me about another baby before y'all ask me, when am I going to find a partner? Damn, a husband, a partner. Who the fuck going to help me raise said child? Kingston? No. And it's just like, I do think that some people think that if we are, quote unquote, arrived or something, it's like you got to hurry up and have a baby. You know, so there's different facets, different avenues of the glorification of single motherhood. It doesn't have to be you, you know, struggling or baby mama, baby, whatever. A lot of times, particularly with older women, particularly with older women who are professional, because I think the young lady was older than me. Um, and, you know, they try to get that 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 biological clock to make a slave out of you and everything. It's like when you're going to have kids, when you're going to have kids. But I want to bet you when you had this kid and you need some motherfucking support. Oh, no, you had that baby. So, yes, my brothers and sisters, there is a glorification of single parenthood because I see it done to my guy friends, too. My guy friends who are getting older, when you gonna have a kid, you know, well, damn, you should adopt them. You, 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 you talking about you want to take your time. Well, shit, you can get married later, but you need a kid. You need somebody to carry on your last name, you know? So there's different avenues of this glorification. And yes, it does exist. And it probably does exist in your household. If you were kind of careless and how the fuck you came about having your kids, I don't fucking know. Well, yes, I do know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not going to bow out on that. Um, yes, there is some accountability that needs to be had. Um, I'm not saying with everyone, but yeah, yes, 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 yes. I remember telling a, um, a client of mine. Um, I think she had about five babies and she was like, you know, she just figured, Hey, I date a dude. We together, we need to have a baby together. And I had to tell her, you don't have to have a baby with every boyfriend you have. And she was like, nobody's ever told me that, you know, I just thought we together, we should be, we should be a family. We should have a baby, you know? And so many times with my guy friends, um, 
they'll want a son i want a son i want a son and they'll get their girlfriends pregnant or whatever and i'm like all right so <laughs> i don't even want to talk to you about if you, y'all gonna get married but y'all gonna move in together because she gonna need some help oh no 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 you know we're gonna co-parent now i ain't doing that and i'd be like but she's good enough to enter a lifelong commitment of parenthood but she's not good enough for y'all to try to make it work as a family well just because she got pregnant doesn't mean that we got to make this work as a family and i said well it wasn't like she just got pregnant you've been pressing for a son so you've been pressing this young lady to have this baby by you and all of this other stuff and pull herself off the market and you know not just for these nine months but when she has this baby or whatever and you knew all along that this is something just temporary that's not right that's not right it's not right it's not right so um that's all i gotta say about that um i just wanted to give my thoughts on it um i would like to say this this is definitely not a bash um to my men and my women it's just for a lot of us we have to do better children do deserve to have both parents they do you know, not only that, but you deserve to have help. You deserve to be at your baby shower with your man or your or the baby shower with the woman. You deserve to just have a sense of pride. And, you know, we created this life together and I'm just in love with her and I'm just in love with him. You deserve to go to those doctor's visits, those first day of schools, the graduations and whatever milestones in between with a partner. You deserve when that child is starting to smell a motherfucking self that you got somebody to step in and be like, hold up, let me give the man perspective or hold up, let me give the woman perspective. This isn't just about what the children deserve. This is about what y'all deserve too, my brothers and sisters. Y'all deserve to be a family unit. And again, that don't always mean get married. You know, I'm old fashioned, but everybody ain't. So just a family unit, family, family, family unit. So um, I, I think, well, I can't speak for the person who wrote the post, but I can definitely say that the young man who reposted it, that's what he meant. By that, so um, yeah, and get out y'all goddamn feelings, shit. Okay, so um, I guess there's a thing where um, some sisters feel like they have to walk it like they talk it in a demure and um, docile way. Um, I know that when I began my Nikki Starts page on Instagram, and I really began to post and get viral and things women would always say oh my god like you say things that I wish I could say or they would dm me my post that I just posted like oh I wish that I could post this but so and so follows me or you know my mom follows me you know oh I wish that I could talk like you um I wish that I could explore my thoughts like you um and even one of my good girlfriends she's like you know um Nikki you can say a lot of shit that you say without people trying to railroad you or try to come for you because you have so many degrees because you're an educated black woman it's not like they can just write you off oh, she's a hood writer she's a thought or she's a this or she's that it's like you know she has education behind her and i just i hate that i hate that 
You know, my thoughts are my fucking thoughts. It doesn't matter how many alphabets I have behind my name. And I think that that is what the sisters are talking about um, when they say, you know, um, how can I come off as um, assertive without being offensive? And to that, I don't have an answer because I'm big on you have no control over how somebody takes what you say. You shouldn't even want to own that. That ain't none of your business. You know? And I tell people all the time, I'm only responsible for what I say, not how you choose to interpret it. You know, you chose to interpret it that way. So you sit your ass over there in your feelings that you've created. Um, I don't care what people think about what I think. I mean, my name is Nikki's Thoughts. They're my thoughts. And my thoughts are not community property. And this is also something that we spoke about um, at my event this past weekend. You have to become comfortable in standing in your truth and speaking your truth, particularly as a woman. Because a lot of times they will try to use our quote unquote emotions against us. You know, sometimes when I'm speaking my truth or not even my truth, when I'm speaking facts, you know, not even with a mate, but like at work. Out in the community, people, guys, oh, you're being emotional. I'm not being emotional. I'm not being loud with you. I don't even raise my voice. I don't like to raise my voice and I don't like to argue. I'm stating facts and they will try to use that against you. You know, I get it too still. Um, You can't allow people to do that to you. And if you know something rings true, you stand by it. You have to advocate for self. If I know when I'm talking to straight facts, then that's what the fuck it is. Nobody's going to waver it. It is what it is. And you also have to stop engaging with people who are disrespectful to your thoughts and to your growth and to your freedom of speech. Now, that don't mean be out here cursing out people, calling them bitches. No, 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 no. Don't be disrespectful. I'm talking about being assertive in who you are. And it's a thin line between being assertive and disrespectful. So... Um, come off of the, I'm coming off too strong. And I know that with, with women of color, particularly black women, uh, people will be quick to, 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 to play that card with us. A uh, strong, I, you know, you don't know. So you think I'm being strong? That's fine. I can't tell you how many times, um, I've been navigating, particularly in white spaces and you know, white folks got me fucked up. And I'm letting them know they got me fucked up. And, oh, well, you know, if you're going to raise your voice at me or if you're going to, nobody raised their voice at you. Nobody did that shit. You just don't like that I'm hitting your ass with this motherfucking flex. And now you're trying to deflect. So I think that one of the first things that you have to work on is not being knocked off your block. If you know something and you true to that and you believe in that. And you know it rings true. Don't worry about what nobody else got to say about you. Don't worry about what anyone has to say about you. And I've been like this before I got any degree. I've been like this since I was a little child. Your word is the only thing that nobody can take from you. My grandmother always told me that. That's the only thing that nobody can take from you. And so you have to govern it majestically. Because people will try to knock you off your square, break you down, all of that. And you can't let them, especially as a woman. Don't allow people to do that. 
you know, be calm. You know, sometimes you got to curse a motherfucker out. And that's cool. But be calm and be assertive. You know, there's a difference between assertion and aggression. You need to be assertive. And that's how you do it. And you, you, you be a lady, you know, and, and, and articulate yourself, you know, people, people might be more open to, you know, I don't like the way you, you, you just tried to handle me. Do not handle me like that. Versus, oh, bitch, you got me fucked up. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Presentation is also key, you know. With when you're getting yourself. Because you wouldn't want nobody to be cursing your ass out. When they trying to get their point across. Because you're not listening to the message. You're too busy focused on their presentation. So calm down a little bit. Be a lady. I'm a Virgo. So you know we ice cold. Um, my mom is a Gemini. She just cursed the motherfucker out. And I just be like. Ooh shit. Um, so yeah you have to be in control. Um, of just what you say. Get that point across. Use big words. Oh, big words will fuck somebody up before a curse word ever will. Yes. Make them, make them stuck. Have to go home and pull up that motherfucking dictionary. Like, what the fuck did she just say? Or they be taking a bath, taking a shower with a day after and be like, that, that chick tried to say she, she carried me. So, yeah, that's what you got to do. You'll just be just fine. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so let's get into Dear Nikki for this week. Um, I'm going to pull up this letter that I received from a little sister. And I'm going to read it. Again, I do not read these before the show because I want to go on the roller coaster ride along with y'all. So she says, hey sis, first of all, I'm so excited to get more doses of A. Nicole on a plethora of platforms. I wanted to get your take on a recent breakup of mine. I met this guy, I met this one guy who I was really excited about because he was working on e-commerce and was very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, excuse me. But after weeks of talking, I noticed he wouldn't wake up until 4 p.m., spent more time with friends and at the gym than on his business. It got to the point where his parents had to take on his monthly car expenses. Over the span of a month and a half of talking, we had only hung out twice because he didn't have money to go out with me. Even offering to pay for more dates, I still couldn't convince him to come through. He kept saying that things are going to get better from his business, but I've had guys promise me things like that before and had me waiting around. I got fed up and stopped talking to him. As an independent 22-year-old woman who is going to school full-time, working part-time, managing my money excellently, and staying on top of my shit, should I wait for a guy to catch up? What are signs? What are the signs to whether a guy is being a dub or really is hustling to be successful? Let me know. Thank you, little sis. <clears throat> I told y'all I had a cold coming on from San Francisco weather. I told y'all. Okay, sissy poo. So, this dude sound like a dub. Sound like a dub. 100% a dub. Um, now, when I read that he would get up at 4 p.m., um, I was like, ooh, you know, sometimes that's me. I run six businesses, and I work full-time, and I am working on my dissertation. So, sometimes I allow myself to just be like, you know, I'm going to sleep in at 2 o'clock. Um, 
but that's because I'm working. <laughs> I'm getting shit done. Uh, but then you went on to say that he's hanging, he's hanging out with his friends and at the gym than on his business. That's a dub. That's a D-U-B. Then you mention his parents are taking on his monthly car expenses. That's a dub. So you're saying over a span of a month and a half of talking, you only hung out twice because he didn't have money to go out with you. So how is he making his money? If his parents are paying for his car, he's going to the gym and the Planet Fitness is only $19.99 per month. That's if you got that black card. If you don't got the black card, it's $9.99 per month. I got the black card. Um, He's hanging out with his friends and he's waking up at 4 p.m., how was he out here getting money? You know? And out, uh, a month and a half, you, you you all have only hung out twice? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. He sounds like a bum. You know? And he sounds like one of those people who say that they are an entrepreneur just because they like the way it sounds. You have some people who are actual entrepreneurs. Blood, sweat, tears. Blood, sweat, tears. You talking about he not waking up until 4 p.m. How about you're not going to sleep until 4 p.m. the next day? You got some people who are robbing uh, uh, Peter to pay Paul. You have some people who are hustling. Not bullshitting. So the, the, the signs of a, of a dub. Of a dub, of a dub, of a dub. It doesn't seem like he has drive. It doesn't seem like he's really trying to put one foot in front of the other as far as entrepreneur. So let me go back and say that there are some people who are entrepreneurs. They put that blood, sweat, and tears in. And then you have some people who have expensive hobbies. And it sounds like he's the latter of the two. Where, you know, maybe he might jump into some e-commerce for a second or two. Maybe he might jump into some business dealership or some entrepreneurship, you know, for a second or two. And then he's back sleeping. And then he's back at the gym. And he's back with his friends, you know. And as much as I don't like to glorify the, you know, all work, no play. Because you have to play sometimes. He's playing too much. He's swinging his motherfucking beat at the playground too motherfucking much. So my question to you as someone who is going to school full time, working part time and you have your eggs in a basket. How long you going to wait for this shit? Because in a month and a half, he's shown you pattern pattern. Excuse me. That's more than enough time to see where he is with this. And I'm going to say this. If you continue on with him, you're going to settle you're going to settle and the shit might wear off on you and you might find yourself waking up at four o'clock in the motherfucking uh, afternoon. So it really doesn't seem to me that spending time with you is a priority. It doesn't really seem like building with you is a priority. He's the priority. He does what he wants, how he wants. And he knows that he can because for one, you got parents as your backup. You got your friends. You got all of these other outlets and like, he cool. He cooling. You know, please, my sisters and my brothers, do not be fooled by people who call themselves entrepreneurs. Do not be fooled by people who call themselves business owners. They are not caking up. 
For one, it's hard fucking work. That's why I tell y'all don't be quitting y'all fucking jobs when y'all want to be entrepreneurs or business owners. It's hard work. You need multiple streams of income. That's why I'd be like, if you need multiple streams of income, why are you trying to quit your nine to five? That's part of the multiple streams of income. So, if he's waking up until four, he's not waking up until four, he has time where he can work on his his business, whatever, he's choosing not to. But you own your business. You're time managing excellently. So why do you want somebody who's a dub? He's a dub. You ask me what are the signs and symptoms of a dub, you just put them in your in your in your letters to see who. Leave him alone. Cold turkey. Cut him off. It's the summer hoe. What you what what, what you doing? What you doing? You over here with this scrub. You know, you ain't got to ask me what the signs and the symptoms of a scrub is. I mean, the dub is. Listen to, to the song Scrub. Also known as a buster. Always. Yes. Listen to that. That, 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 that's, that's, that's a dub. You know, we just going to change some fucking words around in the beginning of the word. Same thing. So, I need for you to just back up off of him. And I need you to move on. And I need you to keep doing you because you're doing excellent. Okay? And I love you back. It's time for the I Saved You a Seat Award. And it goes to Le Donnell Trump. I was um I was out with my girlfriend Cindy. Shout out to Cindy. Um if you're reading this, I mean listening to this, excuse me. Um we went out on um Friday night to celebrate the championship in San Francisco and she she's so cute she was like do you want to do Oakland it's a little it's a, it's a little ratchet or do you want to do San Francisco in the safe or something like that <laughs> not not like she was scared but she was like you know they're going in in Oakland like 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 they're doing firecrackers and all of that and I was like girl and I wasn't dressed for it I was like you know we just gonna do San Francisco and call it a night but um she was um she showed me this thing while we were at the bar um getting our drink on she she introduced me to this bourbon shit because i don't really do brown um but she had sent me this article um that said that donald trump was he had told reporters that he wasn't going to invite any of the teams which would be the Golden State Warriors or the Cleveland Cavaliers, excuse me, to visit the White House, whoever won the championship. And I was like, both teams have openly expressed to your ass the year before and then some that they don't want to come to the motherfucking White House and they would not come. You know, um, didn't one uninvite themselves and then or i'm sorry didn't one say they weren't gonna come and he uninvited them last year i think it was the golden state warriors or whatever so what the hell are you doing donald have come 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 here i saved you a seat sit your ass fucking down somewhere and stop bullshit with these people don't nobody want to come to your motherfucking white house don't nobody want to do that shit sir they, 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 they probably would rather go to the motherfucking Waffle House. That's the WH they want to go to. They don't want to go to no motherfucking White House. Stop playing yourself. Stop playing yourself, sir. Leave that shit alone. So that's who my I saved you a seat reward goes to. <laughs> I couldn't wait to say that part. So um, I'm going to keep this shit short with y'all tonight because I am tired. I got jet lag. Um, my mom's always like, you don't get jet lag when you travel domestically, Nicole. Whatever. I got fucking jet lag. Yeah, them three hours with my ass. And I've been up all night and everything. So I got jet lag. I'm tired. Um, 
I have some work to do. I gotta uh, submit my stuff to my um, my dissertation chair and everything. She been riding my ass, and I gotta get to, get up and go to work tomorrow. So um, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Make sure that you um, rate and review. Tell your friends about it. Make sure that you subscribe to Nikki's Thoughts Podcast, and that is N I K K I E S. T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. So remember, my Nikki has an E at the end. So I know a lot of people couldn't find it last week because they weren't putting the E on the end. So yes, it's Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. You can catch me on Instagram. Um, my my Instagram handle is at Nikki's Thoughts, of course. And again, that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, I'm on tour right now and you can find tour tickets, prices, locations, everything, um, at a seat at my sister's table.com. And I also have an Instagram page at a seat at my sister's table for my sisters listening. And I have a page, um, dedicated just for you all affirmations, words of wisdom, um, events, empowerment, all types of things on Instagram. You can follow me there at a tribe called sis. I have a retail store where I do sage. I do crystals. I do, um, pink Himalayan salt candles. I have a full line of organic bath and body products, um, apparel, accessory, all types of things. And that is www.blacksaw.com. LLC.com and you can find me on Instagram at Black Sauce LLC. My baby Kingston, he has his own little business. Well, I'll say little because it's big. And that's www.kingstonskitchen.com. He does infused honey. He does uh, rice blends. He does gourmet muffins. He does cookies. He does honey spoons. He does all types. like, dang, he be messing my kitchen up. So please, y'all, um, support my baby because I be going through bottles of spick and span and Lysol and all of that cleaning up my kitchen because he has a good time um, in the kitchen. And he can also be found on... Um, Instagram at Kingston's Kitchen. Now, on a serious note, I do have a tutoring service for my brothers and sisters. It can be for elementary school up to you, you wanting to get your um, doctoral degree. We do um, STEM, STEM tutoring, algebras, well, all the maths except calculus. No, I think we do calculus because um, Patrick does that. You know, I ain't good at math. Um, English, we do, we do, we do college entrance. All the things that you need for that, your your statement, your packaging, all of that. And that is on Instagram. You can find us at Black Sauce Enrichment Center. So, yes, we have an enrichment center for the enrichment. We do we do person personal development, all of that. So um, you can reach us at Black Sauce Enrichment Center at gmail.com or on Instagram black sauce and richmond center it's been love talking to you all um i stayed up i know i might sound a little crazy but i was like i gotta do this episode for these brothers and sisters because i said that i would i'm tired but i gotta do it so until next week thanks again for tuning in and i love you all have a great day